0: Today on the show, we're talking about why it's so important to have good friends after sight loss. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio, Episode 63. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, a.k.a. visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews. We talk life advice, encouragement, emotional support, relationships, technology, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Thank you so much for joining me this week. We're going to have a great time. We're talking about friendship, relationships, and why it's so important to have those good, healthy relationships, those great friends in your life after you lose your sight. You know, that can be easier said than done, but we're going to talk about some reasons why it's so important to have those good friends in your life after losing your sight. Plus, I've got a great quote to share with you about friendship later on. So you got to stick around for that. It's a really good one. But before we jump into all the good stuff, as always, don't forget that you can find today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 063. There in the show notes, you're going to find ways to subscribe. You're going to find ways to get connected, links to anything I talk about, conversation, all that good stuff. Hop on over to the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash zero six three. 063. relationships, friendships, people in your life that you just go deep with. You know those kind of people. We're not talking about the stranger you meet on the street or your coworker. We're talking about those kinds of friends that really understand, you know that stick with you through thick and thin, those kinds of people. And today, we're going to talk about why it's so important to have those kind of people in your life after you lose your sight. Now, I understand that not everybody has a thousand people around them and not everybody really wants a thousand people around them, but it can be so important to have those crucial few in your life. Even if it's just a couple, three people or whether it's 50 people, it doesn't matter the number. It matters that you have them in your life. You want healthy relationships and that's probably a whole nother topic, what healthy relationship really means, but you want to have those good ones. So I've got five things, you know, five reasons why it's so important to have those healthy relationships relationships. relationships in your life after you lose your sight. So let's jump into them right now. First and foremost, these people are going to give you a shoulder to cry on. You know, we go through a lot of emotions when we lose our sight. And one of the big ones is sadness, sorrow, depression, that sort of thing. And so these people give you an outlet just to express some of that emotion. Um, they may not be counselors or therapists or whatever, but they can just be a shoulder to cry on. And the reason I phrase it that way is because that's, that's really what it is. Maybe not literally crying on their shoulder, but you know, just an outlet, just a way to say, I'm really sad today. I'm, I'm really upset about this or, I just want to vent, you know, my tears or whatever the case may be. These people, those close knit friends that you have, and this could be a spouse, this could be a sibling, this could be you know a really close friend, whatever it might be, they give you the opportunity just to express that with no judgment, with no ability to fix or you know what problem solve all the time. Now, sometimes maybe, but they're not always about that. It's just a place to go. Look, I'm really sad. You vent that, and you're like, thanks, thanks for listening, thanks for you know you being in my life and just being part of that. Because if you have a healthy relationship, a good friend, they're going to be there and just let you do that. They're not going to always try to fix. Now, again, maybe they have a a solution to your problem, but not always. So first and foremost, a really good friend is going to give you that shoulder to cry on. Secondly, a really good friend is a person that just Gets it. You know, you have those people in your life that just get you, right? You know, they understand you. You're on the same page, on the same wavelength. You know, you just understand one another. And this person might be sighted and not totally understand what it's like to be visually impaired, but they get you. They understand you. When you're having a bad day, they get it. When you're having a great day, they get it. I remember in college, I had a really good friend. I mentioned him before, but he just got it. When I was having a really bad eye day, as we used to call it, uh, he just got it, you know, and I, I didn't. Didn't have to say a whole bunch. You didn't have to overly explain. He just got it. He understood me. And maybe he didn't understand what it was like to be blind, but that really wasn't what was important. He understood me and what I was going through in that moment. And so sometimes we'd have a great day. We'd laugh. I'd make fun of it. He'd make fun of it. Blah, blah. Sometimes I'd have a bad day and we wouldn't. And he would just get it. And so uh, a really good friend, a spouse, a friend, whatever they are, They can really just give you that opportunity to have somebody who gets it. And I think that is so crucial because, let's face it, when you go through sight loss, you feel totally alone. And while that person, again, may not understand visual impairment, they do totally understand you. And it's so important to have somebody in your life who just gets it. Next up, they're going to offer you a more balanced Perspective, a different perspective on things, and what I mean by this is you're coming from the vantage point of being totally immersed in visual impairment, right? I mean, you open your eyes and you can't see, and so you're totally immersed in this. And this other person is, while with you on the journey of sight loss, they have an outside perspective, so they're going to try to give you, at least in their mind, a more balanced perspective, saying, "Yes, I do understand that you're upset about this because of sight loss, but there's also this other side where this happened, and you know, did you think about this?" And so sometimes. That's It's going to be challenging because you're like, I don't want to hear your balanced perspective right now. I'm blind and I hate it or whatever, and that just happens. But these people at least are in your life and you trust them and you accept them, and they can say things that maybe are a little hard to hear, but they're going to give you an outside perspective that maybe you're just not ready for quite yet, or maybe uh, you've got it, but you're so focused on the sight loss that you can't really grab a hold of that other side of the coin, if you will. So a really good friend, a really good spouse, a really good sibling, whatever is going to give you a little bit more balanced perspective. Number four on our list, a great reason why you need to have a good friend is because they know you beyond your sight loss. Now, if you've got people in your life that you trust and, you know, they're with you through thick and thin, you probably had them before you lost your sight, right? I mean, most likely. Now, not everybody. Obviously, you're going to meet people in your life that, um, you know, don't know you as sighted, only know you as visually impaired. But for the immediacy of losing your sight, you know, right afterwards, you're probably going to have people in your life that knew you when you were sighted. And so the thing about it is, these people know you beyond the sight loss. You know, they know the quirks, the ins and outs. And when we talked about getting you, that's the reason they get you, is they know you beyond this whole visually impaired person part. Now, again, I have people in my life that only know me as a VIP, and it's really not that big a deal. It's just all how you, you know, make it out. But those people that did know me after I lost my sight, you know, those people that knew me before, I had some, you know, good friends who stuck with me and you know they knew me beyond just being visually impaired they're like oh this isn't you you know and that goes back to that balanced perspective they know you and so it's like well that's not really like you though i've known you for all these years and that's not this is probably the sight loss talking or you know or whatever and so it's like they they get you beyond just being visually impaired and i think that's so important because we get so focused on the visually impaired part of it that we can't see that there's so much more to us than that. I mean, so many people have said, oh, well, I can't do this. I can't do that. So my identity has shifted. It's like, no, you are who you are. You just have this VIP part of it now. So that person in your life, those really good, solid, healthy relationships can help point out those things about you because they know you beyond your sight loss. And number 5 and probably one of those that maybe seems a little weird but these friends most likely won't let you play the blind card. Now what do I mean by that? Now this is maybe a little controversial but it's that whole idea, you know, we we play the cards we're dealt. That's the old phrase that people use. Oh, you got to play the cards you're dealt. And you know, one of the cards we're dealt in life if you're a VIP is the blind card. And so a lot of times we'll play that blind card if we're in a situation where it's like, oh, just I'll play this card and pity or sympathy or not have to do something. And again, we don't want to do that obviously that I'm not promoting that like hey just play the blind card get somebody to do all your chores for you that's not what I'm saying but you know it's like oh I don't really want to go on this or I don't really want to do this or I'm struggling with this so I'm just going to say I'm blind and people will feel sorry for me and not make me do things but really good relationships won't let you do that you know it's not an excuse I know my wife and I have such a relationship where it's like hey you forgot to put this away and I could easily say well out of sight out of mind I didn't see it and she's like nope sorry you can't play that card with me and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's a healthy challenge to all of us, whether we're visually impaired or not, is to, you know, grow and be mature. But especially if you have that visual impairment, you don't want to fall back onto that. You know, it can happen when you're first visually impaired. You know, you're falling back onto that all the time, and it's just part of that. But I want to make sure we understand that as we grow into this, you know, those good friends are going to challenge us on many levels. They're going to challenge us on stepping out of our comfort zone. They're going to challenge us on doing things physically, emotionally. They're going to challenge us on You know, sitting in things too long, they're going to challenge us on lots of different things. They're not going to let us just play that card and not do anything about it. Let's face it, we've we've met those people. All we have to do is bring up the fact that we're blind, and they have pity on us, and they you know we don't have to do anything. They're going to walk all around us, and you know, serve us, and all this other sort of thing. And you know, we don't want that because we want to be independent people. But sometimes it just happens. But those good relationships won't let you get complacent. They won't let you sit in that too long. You know, yes. They're going to let you cry on their shoulder. Yes, they're going to let you do those things and express, but they're not going to let you sit there forever. They're going to challenge you. They're going to push you. They're going to encourage you and equip you to go out and do the things that you can do in spite of being visually impaired. And the good news is, if they're really good friends, which, you know, that's what we're talking about, they're going to go with you. They're going to be with you. They're going to face those challenges with you. They're not going to let you be alone because they know that you can. And so they're not going to let you just go out there and try and fail. They're going to go. Out there, they're going to encourage you. They're going to be with you the whole time. It's like, yes, you can do this. And so, I just want to make sure that you understand that those good friends won't let you just slap down that blank card on the table and let it go at that. <laughs> So there you go, guys. Five reasons why it's so important to have good friends after you lose your sight. Now, maybe you've listened to this and you're saying, Derek, I don't have many good friends. You know, maybe you're saying, I just, I haven't had a lot of friendship in my life and I don't have many people or whatever. And so it's just difficult. Look, here's what I would suggest. Number one, look at the people you do have. Maybe there's only a couple of people. Look at them and see the value in those relationships. See the value of what you have right now. And secondly, if you don't have that, find ways to have that. What I mean by that is, you know, joining local groups and organizations. Now, this could be a blind related thing, you know, maybe you go to a local uh support group for low vision, something like that. Maybe you go to a group where you do activities together as visually impaired people, or maybe it's a group where you join for your hobby, you know, maybe you join for something you like, a game, uh, a thing that you do, whatever it might be. And yeah, maybe you're the blind person in that group, but eventually it's sort of just dis- And you get to have friends in your life around something other than your visual impairment. So neither way is right or wrong, but you just find those groups. Now, maybe you're also saying, Derek, I don't really need a bunch of people. I don't like thousands of people around me. And to you, I'd say, that's okay. You don't necessarily need 50 people or anything like that. Just find the value in the people that you do have. You know, if you've got a spouse and a couple of friends and you're good... That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. What's crucial to remember, though, is to find value in the people that you have. You know, think about these reasons. Do they give you a shoulder to cry on? You know, are they the people who challenge you? Are they the people who will walk through things with you? Because if they are, those are the great friends that you have, and we need to be grateful for them. So I just want to encourage you with these reasons. I'm sure there's lots of others to have those good friends in your life, and most importantly, find the value in the people you have around you right now. All right, guys, keeping up with the theme of friendship, I've got a quote here I want to give to you. Sometimes a good quote can just make your day, and I've got a quote here that I think is really beneficial and applies to what we're talking about. So let me give you the quote, and I'll tell you who said it, okay? The quote says this, quote, "'Walking with a friend in the dark is better than walking alone in the light.'" End quote. Yes, that's, I mean, think about that for a second. Let me give it to you one more time. Quote, "'Walking with a friend in the dark' Is better than walking alone in the light. And so it's this idea of sort of darkness surrounding you. But do you know who said that? It's our good friend, Helen Keller. Yes, Helen Keller said that. And that really means a lot when you know the source, right? So it's this idea of having somebody with you, even if you're in a moment of uh, being scared, you're in because darkness sort of creates that, you know, that whole idea of darkness. What does it create? Fear. It creates anxiety. You know, you're not sure where you're going, what you're doing. But if you're with other people, You know, if you're walking through your journey of life, your journey of sight loss with other people, then that's far better than being completely alone and not walking through any of that stuff. And you might say, no, no, I'd rather be totally sighted and not have any friends. Well, okay, maybe that's you. But for me, it's not like I want to be visually impaired and have a bunch of friends. But if I'm going to be visually impaired and be in the dark, I'd much rather walk with somebody. I'd much rather have those friends beside me. Not just so they can point the way because they can see, but because they're with me all the way through so don't forget walking with a friend in the dark is better than walking alone in the light so what do you think about all this guys do you think that relationships are important do you think that having a good friend is crucial after you lose your sight and have you had those friends that have walked with you through things, that have challenged you, that have given you that shoulder to cry on. Well, whatever you think, I want to hear about it because feedback is fun. So I want to hear from you whether you have questions, whether you have responses, whether you just want to say, hey, I want to hear from you. You can do that a few different ways. You can send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can tweet me at the Derek Daniel, or you can send me a voicemail, and the number to do that is 317-721-1027. Now, That is not an international number, so my apologies. But you can always send me that email or tweet me. You can also record a voice message and email it as well. So if you want to actually talk to me, I'd be more than happy to do that. But I would love to hear from you guys. Whatever you think about this topic or any other topic, I want to hear from you. Let me know. Send it over my way. And I look forward to hearing from you all very, very soon. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that brings us right around to the last lap of the podcast here, and I just want to remind you that if you have not subscribed to the show, make sure you do that. You can do that in your favorite podcast catcher, but if you want an easy way to do it, just go to the show notes at com slash 063, and there will be buttons right under the player for this episode for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and you can subscribe on your Android phone. I mean, there's lots of ways to subscribe, and that makes sure that you never miss another single episode and it's totally free, and free things are great. So go ahead and subscribe to the show today. By the way, don't forget to hop on over to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 063. Again, I mentioned you can find links, information, ways to subscribe, ways to get connected. You can also find my social media links for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that sort of thing. You can find all kinds of great stuff, plus past episodes of the podcast and videos from my YouTube channel, all kinds of wonderful stuff. So hop on over to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 063 for all kinds of great stuff. And one last thing, if you've made it all the way to the end, thank you so much. One last thing, I am looking to make sort of a weekly slash biweekly something video on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you need to do that, lifeaftersightloss.com slash YouTube. You can take you right over there. Um, But I'm looking to do a weekly or maybe biweekly sort of just question of the week type thing. Just come on, make a short video or answer a question or two from people. But I need your help. Why? Because I need questions. I need you to send me questions. You can do that, you know, email me, tweet me, whatever you want to do. I'll start a list of questions. And then once a week or once every other week, I'll do a short little video where I will talk about that question and answer it for you. If it's a demonstration, like, hey, how do you do this on your iPhone? I'll be able to show that. If it's a question about, you know, emotional stability, relationships, technology, whatever it is, ask your question. Even if it's something personal, like, hey, how do you do this, Derek? Or how did you come up with this? Or whatever it is, I want to hear from you. Just ask me a question. I'll start a list and then I can do those videos and I think that's just another way to make more content for people like you who want answers to questions so send me the questions and I'll be happy to answer them and finally guys as always don't forget that all the information found in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only if you're in need of professional medical or legal advice please seek out a specialist in your area Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember, sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.